I hear them talking in the streets, but they don't say the real. We really debating the industry and what the six of feel. Cold shoulders turn to open arms when you on for real. Ain't no strangers to the bricks. Now let's build something for real. It's too real, real, it's too real. Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's just a real podcast. We're back for another week. Thank God. Um, shout out to everybody that listened to the last episode with Robin Banks. Shout out to Robin Banks. Shout out to his camp. Um, shout out to the people that tweeted me and told me that they fuck with the episode and said, yo, that they've been trying to hear Robin Banks' interviews. So I appreciate the love. Um, if y'all are still fucking with the podcast, you know, you're welcome to jump on board right now. It's just a real podcast, you know podcast based out of Toronto. We basically just want to, you know what I mean, shed light on all the shit we got going on out here. You know what I mean? I feel this is the best city in the world. So if you haven't been here and get on the flight and get through, you know what I mean? I'm playing with you. But it's just surreal, man. We just It's just a podcast where we just want to shine light on the best people in the city and the people showcasing their talent, whether it's music, Anything in the arts or whether anything you're doing, man, just come tell your story. You know what I mean? There's a lot of successful people out here, and we want to share the stories with listeners everywhere, everywhere in the world, wherever you at. But, um, yeah, man, it's been a really fucked up week out here. You know what I mean? Not fucked up in the sense of bad shit's happening, but the weather, like, man, like, the pump fakes of the weather. You wake up, you see the sun, you're like, oh, yeah, it's lit. You go outside and like the wind just slaps you on your face and you just it's just like whoa. Now it's been really cold, man. Like they even said it might be a snowstorm coming up. I don't even get it. It's in March, but you can't really complain with the type of winter we had. The last two winters were so soft. Like I'm sure like snowblower companies is like hitting up the government, all the shovel companies, anybody salt companies, anybody that was profiting off the snow is like yo, what's up, man? They're like yo. Like, what's this global warming thing about? You about to put us out of business because nobody did nothing. You know what I mean? Like, no kids was out there going door to door for shoveling. A lot of niggas' pockets was hurting because of the winter, because the snow didn't fall. You know what I mean? But um, other than that, man, just a beautiful city, beautiful place to be from. You know what I mean? But it's been a, it's been a, it's been a crazy week, man. Shout out to. Press is dropping a mixtape March 9th. You know what I mean? Look out for that. I think that's going to be a very, very big mixtape. It's going to launch the city, put some more spotlight on the city right now. You know what I mean? He's on tour with Drake, the Boy Meets World Tour. Um, that, yeah, man, he just dropped Bossy Calling, like the intro for the mixtape. Man, I think it's going to be lit. You know what I mean? And I just feel it's, it's his first mixtape. As much as... I always talk about Presser, and a lot of people in the city talk about Presser. I mean, he didn't have mixtape yet. This is just off him just putting out certain songs. So it's good to have a body work, people to ride around to. And just, especially with the platform he has now, this is great. You know what I mean? Smoke Dog just dropped the Count It Up video. Puffy Ells just dropped the Riri video. Um, Casper dropped Queen Street West, man. It's a beautiful time. It's a beautiful time right now. I've seen John Rivers say he's about to drop some new music. He's out there in Cali working. Steven Check said he's dropping two mixtapes before the summer's out. You know what I mean? So it's going to be 
It's going to be a lot of great things, man, man. But I think this press mixtape is going to be definitely... A lot of people don't really think that um that the city... Like, you know what I mean? A lot of people have a lot of negativity for the city and don't believe in something new happening out here. But, you know what I mean? Change is the only thing that's constant. And I feel all the footsteps, all the groundwork every artist is putting in, whether it's from the bottom all the way up to Drake, man, is... is, is, is Taking this shit further, man. Producers taking this shit further, man. All the platforms taking it further. So, I feel, man, this mixtape that Presser drops is only gonna take the whole Toronto further right now. You know what I mean? A lot of people don't like him, and a lot of people do like him. You know what I mean? And I, I think this mixtape, everybody should go fuck with it March 9th. You know what I mean? So, y'all, y'all put that on your calendar. So, you know, everybody has something to bump on the weekend. You know what I mean? I think that's Friday, most likely. You know, when everybody drops shit on Friday. Um, even Cass, I think, yeah, Casanova, you know what I mean? Casanova dropped his mixtape March 17th. Man, it's called Be Safe Though, Free Tax. Honestly, man, Free Tax, man. I think about that guy like every day. It's crazy, man. Real shit, man. That The podcast not being out here is, is kind of crazy. Not going on Twitter, not seeing tax tweet, like doing the whole Remy Ma, Nicky Beef, man, like, you know, like, your timeline would have been super lit, you know what I mean? And he would have caused Nikki to block him or some shit. Like, that's just how, that's just, that's the type of shit that happens, you know what I mean? But free tax, um, it's just crazy. R.I.P. Banger, man. Like, that, that thing, that's, I just, I wonder sometimes, you know what I mean? I just put my, try to put myself in his position sometimes. I'm like, damn, I really wonder what goes through his head, you know what I mean? Like, like, fuck, you just, like, because, you just had it all, and then you worked so hard for his whole life to really be in and out of jail, and then to lose it all, not lose it all, or put it all on hold right now out of nowhere, you know what I mean? That's crazy, like, that's just in a crazy feeling, but yeah, Cash dropped the track over the song cry beat, you know what I mean, about tax, shit's, shit's it's emotional, man, it's emotional, a lot of, a lot of shit, man, be safe on the mixtape, you know what I mean, free tax, um... Yeah, even Jay has, like, speaking on the jail shit, Jay has his um, Khalif Browder um, series on Spike dropping every week. You know what I mean? For those that haven't watched it and don't know about Khalif Browder, it's the guy um, who committed suicide because he was wrongfully accused of stealing a backpack and... He was sent to Rikers. I think only his, his, but his family, like, you know, he comes from like a family of four. And, you know, he's from the hood. Like I always say, man, when you live in America, a lot of people don't understand the difference. You know what I mean? Like me, Mill said, they know the difference. Like when you think of Ontario and you think of free healthcare and you think of um, welfare, you think of baby bonuses and you think of all the things that we have out here. You know what I mean? You think of all that shit. They don't got it like that. As much as America is so 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 blessed and opportunity to this, they got Section Eight, they got food stamps, they got like re- like fucked up housing. You know what I mean? Like a lot of fucked up poverty and shit. So I say that. You know what I mean? To basically, Khalif Browder, I think his bail money was two thousand, and his his family couldn't come up with the money, so. This this guy that was wrongfully accused for stealing a backpack had to sit on Rikers Island for I think three years until they dropped his child his charge. They he could have got out a lot earlier, 
but he kept it. Basically, they told him to plea to something, you know what I mean? Just to plea to little theft or whatever it was, and then you'll be out of there with time served. And he was like, I didn't do nothing, so I'm not going to plea. You know what I mean? But through his stay in jail, you definitely get to see, like, you know what I mean? Obviously, it's jail, so he got to see, and it's not just jail. This is Rikers Island, like, this is Rikers Island, like, where... Like, the history of Rikers Island is known, I think. Like, is it Ellis Island or whatever? Rikers Island is a place, basically, where slaves that actually... Like, the guy from 12 Year, 12 Year, 12 Year Slave, it's like places like that where people... Um, free, free free slaves or whatever. I don't know what you would call them. Free, free black people would, like, be in the East Coast, New York and stuff. They'd have their papers. They're free. They have their liberty or whatever. They'd kidnap them and bring them to Rikers, Ellis Island. I don't know. I think it's called Ellis Island, and they would, they would just sell them back to the to the South. You know what I mean? So obviously, and it, and then when that when that was over, they built it. They it was it turned into a garbage place. So Rikers is built on a garbage dump. You know what I mean? They say a lot of people get cancer from just being there. You know what I mean? So this shit like that. So Khalif Brada was definitely in Rikers Island for three years. With the wolves, the savages. That if you listen to tax podcasts, if you just watch movies, if you just know anything about Rikers Island, where you know what I mean. So he had to be there and endure that. You can find some of the footage online of him actually getting slammed by um, COs coming out of cell. You can't really tell the conversation because there's no audio, but they just slam him. Everybody's dragging him. You see one one incident where he actually spoke about it. Um, he got into it with some bloods. In, in the adolescence, and then, uh, I guess, you know what I mean, he spat one of their faces, and they, these guys attacked him, like 15 of them, because he said that they were disrespecting him, and if he doesn't do nothing, they gonna keep, they're just going to keep fucking with him, you know what I mean, so like 15 of them beating his ass, and CO was just really watching on, every, I swear, if you go watch that video, man, you just type in Khalif Brown on YouTube, the, the CO's is watching, and he's just getting beaten. They they finally break it up. Somehow they put him in this little room. And then, yo, it's it's crazy because these guys get back into the room to still beat him up more. You know, while the COs just act like they, like they can't do nothing. You know what I mean? So that's just what we saw on camera, man. And what he got to see other people go through. Like when you actually hear him talk about the shit that he saw in there, how he felt, how the COs would starve him. You know what I mean? How he tried to commit suicide numerous times in the jail. You know what I mean? And he didn't get any help. Like, they would leave him there. Like, they don't... They, I think he said they beat his ass and they starved him after he tried to commit suicide the first time. You know what I mean? So, like, it's just a sad story. So, mentally, he just probably broke down. And then one day, you know what I mean? He just committed suicide in his mother's house. You know what I mean? Just... Couldn't take it no more. Like she said, some days he would just have these episodes where he just he's just in a bad mood and he's just he's just like wake up having bad dreams. You know what I mean? Like for something you didn't do, man. So it just shows you how flawed the justice system is. And you know what I mean? You hear a lot of people go to jail and say, "Yo, I ain't do it," but you like yo, you can never really know. Like if somebody did it, like if it looks a certain way, like they say, which evidence looks a certain way, that's what they're gonna go on. You know what I mean? And even this, he was just walking down the street, and somebody pointed at them and said, yo, these two black guys stole my backpack. And then the cops was like, yo, you fit the description, took him downtown, that was that. No, pri no priors, no nothing. You know what I mean? And you put him on Rikers Island, 
His family can't afford the bail, and that's just an unfortunate situation. And we don't know how many of these situations there was, but, you know what I mean? Rest in peace to Khalif Browder, man, because also, like, after he died, his mother died, you know what I mean? Like, people, the doctor literally said she died of a broken heart, you know what I mean? So, sad story, sad, sad story. But, yeah, every, every I think it's every Tuesday or something. I'm not sure, but you should look it up. Um, Jay-Z's dropping his, his documentary with it. So shout out to Jay for putting that on, on on a greater platform for those that never seen it. You know what I mean? And you just get it's it's just a real, it's a real deep story just to understand what other you can understand how many other people are going through that. You know, I mean? even here in Canada, even anywhere around the world, you really didn't do something, and then they just say, "Ah, right, yeah, you can go home now." Like what? It's crazy. You know what I mean? Look at the Central Park Five, kids that didn't do a rape. Kids sat there in in jail for twenty years. 20 years and then stay it took how long for them to sue and get their payment from the government from for the civil suit like come on man and and the money is not even gonna even like they got millions but like 20 years of time they say the oldest guy Corey who of the Central Park Five he, he's really messed up you know what I mean like the money can't do nothing for him like he's really fucked up 20 years in jail 20 years in prison you know what I mean? That type of shit. Y'all go look up the Central Five too. Central Park Five, if you never seen that documentary on Netflix. You know what I mean? So yeah, man, but um that's some real sad shit. Especially when you see Ben Carson too. Like, you know, it, it, it America's just a scary place, man. You see Ben Carson. Ben Carson's in um I don't know where he was giving this speech, but he just sounded like he was just trying to convince people so badly too. Like he sounded like he was trying to be a preacher when he was giving that speech. The whole basis of the speech is basically to talk about, he's trying to explain why America is a great place, and it is, and why there's opportunities, and why there's so many hardworking people. But he just, while saying that, he slips in, he's like, he's talking about immigrants being there, you know what I mean? Like, people come from all these different countries and come and make it happen, and America's the only country big enough to allow people to do this. And then he goes, there were slaves on the, on the, on the bottom of boats, of, of ships, who came here and worked hard for their children and did this. And, and they, like, he calling them immigrants. He's saying the slaves immigrated here um, to America. When, you know what I mean? Immigration means you you do this by choice. You're not captured. You don't have chains. You're not shackled. You're not first forced to do labor. I mean, you immigrate to a better place. You migrate. You know what I mean? Like, so... This is a black man, and this is the guy that wants to be president. This is top age Coonan, you know what I mean? Like, there's like, it's just weird too. It's like you watch the speech and you hear the the voice he put on. It was a real little like pastor voice. You know when the pastor is preaching to the congregation, and he just has that soft spoken voice, and he's just there trying to convince you. And and it, it's pretty sick, man. That this guy is a doctor, Ben Carson. He's a he's black, like he's an educated man, and he just really just acts like he doesn't have no sense, you know what I mean? And and when there's guys like that out there, it just helps certain people that are not with the cause and not down with the cause to just keep shitting on us, you know what I mean? So that's kind of fucked up. Yeah, man. But on a lighter note, you know what I mean? On a more positive note. Don Q dropped the mixtape, Corner Stories. Nav dropped, um, Nav dropped his, his his album. I fuck with that. That's I fuck with that. I can't lie. All all all, all the tracks. I don't skip nothing. 
You know what I mean? The my favorite tracks is Go For It, uh T T D, Ten Toes Down. Um Fuck, Mariah. Yo, he got mad. Yo, that, that that I fuck with it, man. Like you driving around on that one, yo. Just that 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 I fuck with that that album. A mixtape, whatever it is. Album, I think it's an album. It's an album. But um Don Q, man. Corner stories. That's all I can say, man. Like for those that you know what I mean, niggas wanna say hip hop is dead and bars and all that shit. I can't you can't say that. You can't say that. Like Don Q is like fabulous mixed with Lloyd Banks with a lot with a little bit of young flyness in him, you know what I mean? With a nigga that does the lean and the perks and the molly. You know what I mean? But with fabulous and and Lloyd Banks, that just doesn't lean perk and the molly, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know, you niggas can't fuck with Don, man. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck, B. Like, yo, that 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 shit right there, man. Like, I still I still bang the Davies. I can't lie. I still bang Carrie Chanel. But yo, Don Q, man. Like, he's just nice. And I don't know if it's just his voice too. Like, yo, the man is nice. The man is like Lloyd Banks, fabulous Cassidy. I don't want to throw Cassidy in there, cause niggas know. I know Cass can rap, but niggas don't know how I feel about Cassidy. So I don't want to. Sp- I, I really don't want to put Cassidy in there, but I, he got them Cassidy bars too. But like, when you put the Cassidy label on nigga, like niggas, niggas start looking at him away. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm gonna just leave the Lloyd Banks and Fab. You know what I mean? But yeah, man, shout to Don. Who else draw something? Uh, man, I don't know, cause I swear that's all I've been listening. Listening to those two right there. I've been listening to that Nav, listening to that Don Q. That's all. That's all I've been listening to, man. So it's kind of fucked up. You know what I mean? But Marginline for sure. I'm gonna be fucking with that presser. You know? Um, what's it called? Yo, Nikki still ain't responded. You know what I mean? I don't think we're gonna get a response. That's just what it is right now. Like, I, I, I sat back and I thought about it. Obviously, I, I wish she would respond. Nikki says she's a queen bitch. Remy. Destroyed her, you know what I mean. But I, I still think that in in this in this day and age of hip hop, you don't have to respond. You know what I mean. Like as much as I wanted to, no disrespect to Remy at all. But like when Joe Budden dissed Drake like three, four times, I don't think Drake dissed him back. You know what I mean. I, I don't think Drake said anything to him. So like. Remy's up. I mean, Nikki's up there. Obviously, Remy's way more relevant than Joe Budden is at this time, but she's not on Nikki's level as far as stardom. I know we can talk about bars. I know we can say all that. But, you know what I mean? So she can just be like, I don't want to respond. And she got her titty out. She she out here in Paris doing all the shit she want to do. So it's like, you can't really stop. The, like, nobody's going to be able to get an interview with her and call her out. So it's just like, yo, I don't... Me personally, I just got to the point where I stopped thinking about it. I mean, I was hyped about it. I thought it's gonna be some crazy beef. You know what I mean? You just sometimes in hip hop, you just like to see negativity. You like to just see like somebody get shitted on and then like kind of fall off for a bit just because like the memes and all that shit. Like, I want somebody else to get with Meek, guy. Like, cause it's not fair. Like, you know what I mean? Niggas, 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 niggas was on Meek. You know what I mean? Niggas didn't want to see Meek prosper. I mean, so I want to see. If it was gonna work like that, you know what I mean? If the memes would have got Nikki, but Nikki didn't even bite the bait and she's just too strong. She's just too strong, you know what I mean? So 
Remy just looks kind of like Remy did this now, but like, what's next? Like, I don't know. And then probably six months from now, you'll see a video of Nikki just kicking like a dark skinned Barbie doll or some shit, and just and then trying to get at Remy. You know, you'll see some shit like that. But as for now, man, I gave up on that track and shit. You know what I mean? Chris Breezy too, man. I don't know, man. Like, yo, it's been rough. It's been rough for Chris Breezy in the, the last couple of months. And I mean, I, I fuck with Chris Brown, man. He's he's a legend. He's more than a legend. He's an icon. Like, he's somebody. He's he's been doing it at a high level for over what, like fourteen, fifteen years. Like, yeah. So I gotta give it up, give that to him. You know what I mean? Tell me, fellas, have you seen her? It was about five minutes ago when I seen the hottest chick that a young guy never seen. Yo, you can't fuck with Chris Breeze. Chris Brown, yo, <laughs> yo, Chris Brown's a legend, man. He's bigger than that. But um, was it? What was I gonna say? Um, yeah, man. Like that Billboard article, man. I just keep seeing more shit pop up about him. Ever since I read that article, and if you haven't read it yet, just type it in right now. Billboard, Chris Brown, article, cocaine, Molly, Lane, Xanax, all that shit. Like, and then you, you, it'll definitely pop up. Chris Brown beating up his tour manager. Chris Brown don't fuck with his mom no more. Like, it's just crazy, you know what I mean? And like, they said some valid points though that yo. After, t- but they're like, no matter all the stuff that's going on in the next ten years, he's still gonna be the top guy because nobody can do what he does. Nobody can dance like Chris Brown. Nobody can sing like Chris Brown. And nobody can. Um, obviously, there's better singers in the game, but like, he, I mean, he's in his own lane. He's he's hip hop. He can rap. He's an artistic nigga. He can dance. He can draw. He can um and he can write. They said that's the only different thing that separates him and Usher. Usher can keep up with him dancing. They said. In a way, you know what I mean? Usher's kind of a little old school with it. But Usher can't write like him. Usher don't write his music. Chris Brown's a writer. So he just, he's just multi-talented, man. So it makes you think of how big he can be. Because I'm still calling him an icon, but he could have been. He could have been, man. Like, the closest thing to Mike, you know what I mean? But in a way, shout out to him for being himself, you know what I mean? I'm not saying as far as the drugs, but being a nigga, like... When you have to be at Mike, where you have to like this, it's either certain ways you gotta go. You know what I mean? He still he still achieved greatness in in his own lane in his own right. But if you want to be that star, that sensational star, like ain't no more bitches, ain't you? Ain't I mean? Like he he couldn't have never beat up being up Brianna. Like could never have been threatening Cruz. He could never have been doing all these drugs. He was trying to be like Mike. You know what I mean? So a lot a lot of things went down for him. He just he was himself. He stayed being a nigga, stayed being hip hop, you know what I mean, and kind of fucked him up in a way. But when you're true to yourself, it is what it is, man. He could have had a lot more issues, you know what I mean. But I say all that to say this in the words of Tax Stone. Um, what's his name? Soldier Boy's out there on stage calling out this guy like crazy, you know what I mean. And to me, yo, no matter what, it. I hear Chris Brown's story, but it still looks like an L to you, to me, because you can say, yeah, all these gang members got involved, because he went into the the comments that he he's, that he's, he sent um Soldier Boy a private location and gym to, so that they can just meet up and fight with nobody knowing, you know, what I mean, just get that fade off that old thirty one if niggas know that blood, that blood talk, you know what I mean, <laughs> and then. But I wouldn't if I'm soldier. I'm not going to no gym. Chris Brown set up for like seven hundred pyros to come out here and and give me that bang. 
You know what I mean? So like, and they they did this on a pl- uh, public platform. Soldier Boy wanted to eat off of it. He wanted to make sure that if he's getting knocked the fuck out, he's getting paid. He wanted to make sure he's selling merch. He wanted to make sure he's promoting himself. And Chris Brown was the nigga that started this shit. You know what I mean? Like jumping in the comments about Karuchi and then saying that he would fight him. He's gonna beat his ass and talking all that shit. And I'm not saying Chris Brown didn't offer him a fight in the gym, but that's not what Soldier Boy wanted. That's not that was not the terms. That's not the preparation. And Vander Holyfield wasn't didn't have him ready for that. You know what I mean? So Soldier Boy just called him a bitch ass nigga on stage, just talking mad shit, doing big Gucci soldier shit. You know what I mean? But it's just it's just a really funny time in hip hop where the, this is what the beefs are about. You don't respond. Some people don't respond after getting ethered and sheathed, and then. Niggas say they gonna fight, they don't fight. You know what I mean? Shout out to Soldier Boy, shout out to Chris Brown. Damn, Jeffrey's out for questioning by the police. You know what I mean? And if you don't know who Jeffrey is, that's young thug. You know what I mean? Jeffrey's out of question for slapping a woman outside of a club. I could definitely see Thug doing that. Like, bitch! Like, <laughs> yo. <laughs> could definitely see Thug doing that, man. Hopefully everything goes goes well for him. You know what I mean? The girl could be lying too. She did look like a she looked like a beefcake. You know what I mean? A pretty thick, thick thing. Not thick in a good way for me. Maybe some niggas like that, but I just saw a face shot, you know what I mean? I didn't even click, but she looked pretty thick. Um even too short, too short, too short, like some girl, his former artist is going around saying too short raped him. Too short is a PM. You know what I mean? For her, she just out here putting these allegations on a pimp too short. You know what I'm saying? She, it don't even make no sense that that short was out here trying to snatch some pussy. You know what I'm saying? Short don't snatch no pussy. Short is a pimp. <laughs> nah, I'm playing no, but man, too short. I don't believe that shit, man. Too short's a grown man, and I mean grown man in 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 his fifties. He's a wise man. He dropped his artist. She probably just was like, fuck it, man. Like, ain't, ain't nothing popping for me. Too sure I ain't fucking with me. Nobody fucking with me. We, we, I think we've seen this before. Heard this before. Wasn't there another girl that did that in the game? I can't remember her name, but she was like a big lady. And she did. She says she was getting sexually assaulted by one of the producers just to get dropped off by the label. I can't remember her name. You know what I mean? If somebody knows exactly what I'm talking about, help me out. But, um... Yeah, man, I don't believe that, man. No disrespect if it did happen. Condolences, but fuck that bitch. Like, I, like you know what I mean? We, we ain't hearing that. People just trying to tarnish niggas' names just because. You know what I mean? Shout out to Too Short, the legend. You know what I mean? Um, Fuck. What else? What else, man? What else been shaking out here, man? Oh, shout out to Dirk. Shout out to Dirk, man. Dirk just got 30,000 points. I mean, that's an exclusive club. I think there's only like six guys in there. Um, yeah, I think it's only six. That would be Magic. I'm not, not Magic. Jordan, Kareem, Malone, Kobe, Dirk, and fuck. I don't know who else. I, I couldn't even tell you who that last guy was. Maybe Hakeem. I don't even know. That's 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 for y'all to go find out. You know what I mean? I don't. I'm not gonna say well either. I don't think well did that many, but great accomplishment. Shout out to Dirk, man. 
he, he, he definitely know how to put the ball in the basket. You know what I mean? I don't know. And 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 thing about Dirk is, I'm not gonna lie. Like I know he's been doing this my whole life. Me watching him consistently. Maybe it's because because he's on Dallas, and Dallas never had this that 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 flair and that pizzazz that I like. That I just never, I never, I didn't give him that props. Even now, like I still feel he's a Hall of Fame. He's a great player, but. I don't know something about him. He did it consistently. He dropped buckets. He, he competed. Something about him just didn't give me that. Uh, yeah. Even Tim Duncan in his hate, like as much as he was the big fundamentals and he wasn't exciting, I saw like I really felt his presence on dominate. Something about Dirk just didn't sit well with me. I don't know. He was a great shooter, great everything. I'm not saying didn't sit well with me, but that KG, how KG was. I think Dirk has a more storied career than KG, and I just don't think he's a better player than KG. I don't think. I have more moments remembered by Dirk than I do of KG. You know what I mean? I think Dirk definitely had a way better career. Um, went to two finals, been in the playoff conse- consecutively, thirty thousand club, which is which is like an incredible feat. So, yeah, man, I can't I can't even tell you why he never he never got to me like that. But he's definitely a first battle hall of famer, one of the first Europeans to really out come out to to the States and just really put it down and let niggas know he getting busy. I remember that team, him, Mike Finley, Steve Nash. Man, that, yo, those are the good days, man. Those good days. Um, Yeah, but shout to, shout to Dirk. Ever since the All-Star break, man, the NBA's been kind of fickle, man. KD's been out. Um, Andrew Bogut just got to the Cavs, played 59 seconds, hit his knee. He's out. His tibia, whatever. I don't know. I should know that tibia because I got bad knees too. It broke. Um, Russ, the, the Oklahoma City Thunder, man, they could have been in fourth place by now, but they're on a four-game losing streak. It's bad for Russ right now, man. Like, for us, Russ dropped 58 points today. Other day, he had like 40-something. He's just going to keep doing his career high now, like every night. 58 points, nine assists, still got the L. Like it's yo, it's sad. It's sad. Victor Oladipo to me as a Nigerian brother, man, you you you're a letdown. They just gave you a uh, extension. I thought coming here with Russ, you, you know what I mean, you showed me things in Orlando. I'm definitely not saying he's shit, but I just felt like he would elevate his game being here with Russ. Being like, I, I look at him as the number two offensive option. You know what I mean, on that team, and it's just not working. You know what I mean, so. I don't know. They they invested in him already. And obviously you're not really a number two option when Russ has the ball and Russ is on the court. You're not KD and you don't have the alpha that alpha the alpha you don't have that status on the team. So I'm pretty I'm sure like, yo, you probably can't do what you want to do and maybe help the team the way you want to help the team. But there's like when you have a superstar like Russ, a super superstar, and then now you got Taj Gibson, you got Dougie McDermott, you got Oladipo, you should be able to I'm not saying Portland's a pretty good team. They finally start picking it up after All Star break because they were shit all year. You know what I mean? But I don't know. Four game losing streak. I don't know. It's sad. Like it's sad to see Rush have to go through this. Like his MVP campaign is kind of slipping right now. Because if he had the four games, it would it would have been lit. But now they're in seventh. Like he would have been in fourth where Utah's at. Like chasing chasing down Harden. And then that would have just really solidified his campaign. But now, like, the losing streak, the numbers look great. But 
it's kind of really iffy, man. I don't want to see Russ drop drop out of that playoff spot. Like, it's kind of far. Six games, I don't think they're going to lose six games. But I don't know. I don't know what's going on in the NBA. The Cavs is losing. Cavs just Cavs got beat to the beat by the Miami Heat back to back. Cavs only two games up on Boston. Like, it's a weird, weird NBA. Like, it's a weird NBA. Like, the Cavs are not taking their record serious. I haven't seen this in a long time because usually when teams don't take their record serious and they 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 they, they start losing games, they're resting players. The Cavs haven't really rested LeBron and them. Like, yeah, they rested Kyrie and LeBron the last game versus the Heat before the, the one that they lost on Monday or Tuesday. But uh, they've played a lot of games. LeBron has the most minutes in the league, I think, or this is the most minutes he's ever played. And they're only 42 and, and 20. That's kind of – that's not like the Cavs at all. Like, like that, this is a really bad record if you really think about it. Because if the guys were in, the, if he was in the West, he'd be he he be LeBron be looking for fifth or fifth fifth place right now. You know what I mean? And he wouldn't even be playing these guys. Who knows where they'd really be at? So obviously, man, playoff time just a different story. You know what I mean? LeBron just gonna elevate his game. Kyrie Irving's gonna elevate his game. Kyle Lowry's out right now. Like it's it's a weird time, but. It's definitely a good time because playoff basketball is going to be amazing. Like, you really look at the standings right now. Miami Heat are creeping up on Chicago. Like, they're on a they, – I think they have, like, one of the top four best records in the league ever since January. They've been on a winning streak. Like, it's, you know, it's, it's a very competitive league right now. Uh, last night, the game went on the, the Spurs and the Rockets went down to the wire. And then Kawhi just – Kawhi Leonard just, man – He's nasty. He just showed his worth. Pulled up a three, not even like like two, maybe two, three feet from the line. Very, very Kobe esque. You know what I mean? Just but like just cold, just cold, just pull up, just cold. Just like, cause you're not expecting that from Kawhi to just take a deep three. That, that ain't Spurs basketball. He just said, "Nah, fuck that. I'm taking this." I don't know if that was the play or what. And then blocked the shit out of Harden at, at the other end. Very LeBron esque, game seven esque. You know, the finals against the Dollar type shit. And that was the game right there. Obviously, Aldridge made another block on the name, but... Yo, man. Uh, and it's it's like, yo, I, I, this is the thing about this. The thing about this. Kawhi is nice. The Spurs are if effective, efficient, but it's like, fuck. In the playoffs, yo, if Kawhi could continue doing this, which he definitely can, but I don't know. Can these guys... Upset Golden State? Nah, I don't see any. Once KD comes back, I just don't see it. Kawhi can get it popping, but Aldridge is not. He's not on that same playing field as Kawhi. Like, where Kawhi's head's at, Aldridge is not there. Aldridge is, like, three steps behind. And then the rest of the other players is, like, five steps behind. So it's like Kawhi is definitely – it's the Spurs system that makes it, makes it work. And then you have a superstar in Kawhi who has – it's clearly the best defensive player in the league because he just it doesn't matter who you are you just look at the stats because I have him on my fan do every fucking ticket you know what I mean like you look at the stats anybody he ever goes up against it's like yo the most they can do is like 25 points like jacking up like 27 shots like like he, he's really nice he steals he blocks he he scores, he's, and yo, he was 12 or 16, doesn't waste a buck, he doesn't just be shooting, like, he, he takes, like, 17, 18 shots a game, 
he's an amazing player, man. He's an amazing player. I just think the Spurs need one more one more chip to complement the team. You know what I mean? I don't think um, Aldridge is it. So I would. It'll be shocking to see them go against to beat Golden State. That would be amazing to see that. That would be amazing to see that because that would just mean that that's just gonna be calculated out coaching basketball because the talent shouldn't be superior on on the Spurs at all with all those old niggas that they got on the team and shit. But if that happens, man, we'll see, which I doubt. That means I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be Kyrie Irving being finals MVP if the Cavs win if they play the Spurs because LeBron and the Spurs don't mix like two dicks and no bitch. Find yourself in serious shit. You know what I mean? Rest in peace, Biggie, but real shit. LeBron LeBron and the cat LeBron and the Spurs don't mix. You feel me? So um Kawhi just always has knows how to play LeBron. This pop knows how to play LeBron. And that brand of basketball is just like has I don't know. They just the, the Spurs are just great. They're just great. So we'll have to figure that out. We'll see what's going on with the NBA, you know what I mean? Raptors, man. Raptors, I don't know. Raptors Raptors look good. But Larry ain't here, so you can't see the full team. I, I'm definitely liking the Ibaka acquisition. PJ Tucker. DeMar just, yo, honestly, DeMar's arrived, man. I hope he can continue playing like this till the day he retires, and so he, he'll be a Hall of Famer, man. I, I personally think that, like, yo, he's, he's really good. If he can continue playing this this way, he'll get himself in the 20,000 points plus club, a couple all NBA teams. Um, he'll have the seven all stars. I think they say like if you have seven all stars, like that 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 makes you a, have a shot at the, the the um the Hall of Fame. So yeah, man, I think I think Demar can keep doing that. I don't think these guys should give Larry the money at the end of the season, man. That's that's just my personal opinion. Don't let don't let this guy cash out. If he gets the max, that's it, man. And Masai's a smarter businessman than that, so I'm gonna leave it in Masai's hand. You know what I mean? Nigerian man, I don't think he knows what he's doing with his paper. Shout out to Ghana, um, fucking it was uh, Ghanaian Independence Day. You know what I mean? On two days ago, they got their sixtieth. You know what I mean? Shout out to them. That's an amazing thing. You know what I mean? Had to break that colonialism. You know what I mean? And, and set the trend for help set the trend for what's going on around Africa and everybody else getting their independence, man. Kwame and Kwame and Kwame, I don't remember, I can't say the name, but I definitely did read about him. You know what I mean? They had that Pan-Africa meeting in the States with with some uh, people from Nigeria, Angola, all over Africa, you know what I mean? And decided to talk about their independence. So Kwame and Kwame, shout out to all the people like that. Shout out to Rawlings. Shout out to everybody that put on for Ghana and helped them get to where they need to be. You know what I mean? And that was that's a great thing, man. Some countries in... Africa, wherever they are in around the world, they don't have the independence, man. You got to stand up. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's 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 that, man. It's, it's too real. It's too real to podcast. You know, man, if you want to be a guest, email me at it's too real the podcast at gmail.com. Like, subscribe, review, all that. You know what I mean? Like I said, support. Press this mixtape March 9th. Um, Smoke Dog, Support Air, all the rappers from the city, Smoke Dog, Puffy L's, um, Big Lean, Big Lean's on that Mr. Easy mixtape. I want to say, yo, shout out to Mr. Easy, man. He, he He's from, uh, he's on that, that mixtape's called From Lagos to Accra, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? So he's bridging the gap more for 
giving that more connection to Nigeria and Ghana. But it, yeah, Big Lean's on the track with him in the morning. I fuck with that whole tape, man. When I was out there in Nigeria, niggas was bumping Mr. Easy. That skin tight. Like, yo, he's out here. Let go over, like, dead to yourself, man. Shout out to Mr. Easy, man. Like, anybody that fucks with the Afro Beats, go fuck with Mr. Easy, man. I, I, I definitely fuck with that. I fuck with his, his tape. But, um, yeah, once again, shout out to Toronto artist. Casper, Saif, um, Darren Falana. Man, y'all just go fuck with us, man. Go fuck with everybody out here doing their thing. We we need the support, man. We need to take this place to another level, man. I, I definitely believe and truly believe that we can do this. You know what I mean? There are a lot of doubters, a lot of people that don't see it and don't want to have it, see it happen, but they don't they don't know. They don't know, man. I truly believe it's gonna happen, man. If it just takes five hundred of us to start spreading it to thousand and thousand five hundred, whatever it is, man, but we gotta put this thing on our back. If we really want Toronto to be a hub of the world, you know what I mean? If you want to just walk downtown and just see randomly see the Migos just hopping out on Young Street or some shit, going to Bloor just to shop or some dumb shit just because they're about to go work with somebody in the city like Robin Banks or they're about to go work with Presser, they're about to go work with um, Lean or whoever, you know what I mean? That's how these artists come out here and you're going to see them in your city because our artists got to be hot. Toronto Film Festival's coming up. Like, you get to see how these be oh, well, This is a beautiful place, man. People come out, come out here, premiere their films because they know this is a market that you got to touch. You know what I mean? So, let's get it popping, man. It's Too Real, the podcast. You already know.